Good morning, everyone. This is Genevia. And this is Jennifer. And you are tuned into Soap Talk, where candid conversations cleanse the mind, heal the heart, and encourage the spirit. If you are tuning into our YouTube channel, please click the like and subscribe button so you can get our push notifications when we post new episodes every weekday morning now. Yes, Monday through exciting. Friday. Yes. <laughs> at 9 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Pacific time. You can find us at www.letsoaptalk.org on Anchor, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. And last but not least, please don't forget to visit us on our social media platforms. We are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, under Soap Talk Christian Podcast. So let's Soap Talk. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk. And without further ado, let's jump into the interview. Thank you so much for that, Brother Martin. Uh, this conversation has been such a blessing. Um, now for the next question is, can you give us a, a few examples of what selective obedience is and why it keeps us from attaining the kingdom of heaven? Sure, selective obedience is deciding on what you're going to obey or, or not obey. It's almost like being a cafeteria Christian, <laughs> so to speak, you know, and there are different reasons, different motives behind, you know, obedience, behind, you know, disobedience uh, and so forth. But anytime I'm not doing what God wants me to do, it robs me of that spiritual uh, power that I need. Now, granted, you know, based upon the statement that I made earlier concerning, yes, we are to obey the laws, uh, obey the word of God and so forth. But it is not my perfection that I am relying on to, to have a favorable relationship uh, with God. Uh, some of the selective uh, obedience that takes place, you know, takes place because of a person's uh, inability to, in their minds, do what they have to do. You know, there's a struggle there. Uh, and, and we all struggle. There are some things we looked at, you know, if you, if you, if you're reading the Sermon on the Mount and you're looking at Jesus just unload and a lot of what he is saying is just smacking the Pharisees in the face. And, you know, you get to the point, you know, if a person smites you on the cheek, turn to him the right one also. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, you know what? I, I think I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and put that on, on the disobedient pal, <laughs> you know, because if somebody, uh, hit me like that popular thing. I guess it's on TikTok on social media. You know, try Jesus, but don't try me. You know, mm. I, yes, I've heard that. <laughs> I, I, I throw hands. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm from the south side of the kingdom. <laughs> so, uh, no, but but I, I think once again, the more and more we develop this relationship with God, then the commandments of God, John says, are not grievous. In other words, we don't have to look upon them as burdensome as the Jews did, but the Pharisees put these burdens on them. That is never God's intention. That was not his intention for us to feel burdened down, weighed down by uh, the commands or the directives that he gives, which is why when we embrace this relationship with him, we have a different outlook when it comes to our obedience to him. Now, I'm obeying, not out of compulsion, but I'm obeying out of love. And I think a clear example of that is in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 9, when it came to the contribution, you know, God loves a cheerful uh, Mm. giver, you know, so when you give, you know, you do so not grudgingly or of necessity, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, I'm only doing this because I got to do it. And if I don't do it, 
heaven won't be my home and so forth. And so uh, once again, it takes a growing, it takes growth. It takes maturity to, to really reach that level to where when it comes to the commands of God, hey, Lord, I know you wouldn't command anything without enabling me to do what it is you're asking me uh, to do. The question is, am I doing what I need to do on my part in order to access the power that I need mm. or the enablement that I need to carry out the, the will of God? Uh, and, and once again, that's a, a hard conversation that, that I need to have. And, and a lot of that is revealed, which is why you know, I strongly encourage fasting because what fasting does, fasting will reveal to you if you're doing the right thing during the fast, mm -hmm. you know, focus on the right thing, then it will reveal to you that area in your life that's preventing you from, from growing and, mm -hmm. and being all that God wants you to be and doing all God wants you uh, to do. And so now once this growth takes place, I don't have to pick and choose what I'm going to do, what I'm going to, to obey. I can lovingly and trustingly obey what God says. Am I going to mess up from time to time? Yes. Yes. I had a brother in Fort Worth tell me, listen, you're not supposed to say that, that, that you're going to mess up and so forth. I said, bruh, it's going to happen. It's, that's just the reality. You know, I don't have time to be politically correct. I'm trying to be biblically correct. Amen. It's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. But you only look at it from a legalistic standpoint when you don't understand the provisions God has put in place for you. Because God didn't bring us out of the world into his son's church for us to fail. Amen. For him to lose us. Amen. He didn't bring us this far just to, to lose us. No. He wants us to experience life and have life more abundantly, even before we get to glory, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's just a matter of making yourself available to what it is he's offering because he's not gonna shove it down our throats. Amen. He's not gonna force it in against our will. And so there has to be some hungering and thirsting after righteousness on our part, if we're going to be filled. That's, I'm glad you made that point because I know we've had different conversations even about this ministry. You know, it really came suddenly mm -hmm. and it came from an idea, came from the Holy Spirit and the feeling. And, you know, God really put who he wanted to be on, you know, this the podcast. But as as it evolved, you know, it evolved, it evolved into something that we never even thought about evolving mm. to. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've, I've you know, we both had to encourage one another about certain aspects of it because we, on one hand, we definitely want to stay humble and we want to do God's will. But on the other hand, we definitely want to make sure that we try to get it out to as many people as we possibly can. Right. And so, but there's a fine line between that. And so we're both struggling with that, that balance to, to, to make sure that we're doing God's will, but we're also, um, you know, staying humble and, and, and not, allowing worldly pleasures or that pride of the world or, or lust of the flesh to get to us as well. Mm -hmm. um, but as I, I was encouraging Jennifer earlier, 
And also encouraging myself, I was talking to myself as well. You know, God did not put us on this platform just for us to hide our light underneath the, uh, you know, a, a barrel or, or whatever, uh, whatever you want to hide it underneath, a covering. It, you know, this this is a, there, there's a reason why we're here, and we've got to try our hardest to to to. to put it out there because uh, faith without works is dead. We have faith that this is going to happen, but we've got to do what we need to do on our end to make sure that it happens. If it doesn't happen the way that we planned it to happen, then it wasn't the way it was supposed to happen. But if we put forth some type of effort toward it, God is going to give that increase. And I, and I really, and I'm acting on, it, and I really believe it to be that way. So. Amen. Amen. I pray for this, you know, this ministry is, it is a blessing. And we definitely want to make sure that the listeners and people who are on here are encouraged and, and you know, and, and get what they need from it, you know, because it's not us that's talking, it's, mm. it's the Holy Spirit, so. Absolutely. And this conversation also, I, it come, came into my mind was, you know, um, not putting barriers where God has not placed barriers, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the Pharisees, <laughs> all these rules and regulations and barriers and levels, as we were talking about, you know, we're all one in, in one body that works together for a purpose, for God's purpose and God's will. And like I said before, you know, this is not this is not a country club. This doesn't have membership levels. There is no bronze, bronze, silver, and gold, and platinum. Where when I come in, I, you know, bronze may allow me to just sit there, you know, and then silver may allow me to um, maybe talk to some someone in the body or be accepted into a social circle because that also happens unfortunately within the body the clicks and all of that and we need to um repent i started with myself first make you know repent and make sure that i'm not placing barriers especially on myself where god has not placed barriers in 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 putting all these rules regulations and burning myself down to where i become ineffective you know because i'm so caught up in my own mind in this mental cycle of destruction, really. So, I, uh, you know, these conversations really help me. They, they really assist me in my growth. You know, just to be open and honest and candid and talking, and, and prayerfully, someone hears and says, gets encouraged by what's being said. You know, hey, I struggle with that, but you know, this sister in Christ is also struggling with that. So I'm not yeah. the oddball out. You know. it's like yeah we all struggle and I just I just thank I thank God for you brother Martin I thank God for you sis I just I'm I'm feeling very encouraged right now like I can feel it welling up in me you know it's like (laughs) like, and it's a it's an awesome feeling to just feel like you know what Lord I just thank you I thank you for your mercy I thank you for your grace I thank you for being patient and long suffering with me (laughs) you know what thank you thank you for that yes I just just wanted to put that out there that you know and and any listener out there if you want to reach out to us just for prayer or you know you're struggling with something you just need to get it off especially in this um pandemic where people are you know especially in California sheltered in place and really can't do much and you're left there with your own thoughts and you know it's just it's overwhelming you you know please reach out, you know, we can email you, we can pray for you, um, you know, just, just any, you know, anything we can do, we're more than willing to do it, because I know this is hard, this is really, really hard, Amen. so yeah, I just want to say that, and, and I thank you, so. All right, well, we're coming, we're going to wrap this thing up, we on to the last question, 
Um, how can we as Christians avoid the spiritual blindness that the Pharisees experienced? Well, that's a, that's a great question. I think, first of all, understanding the origin of the blindness, 2 Corinthians 4.4, 4, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them, you know, which believe not. And then the very next part gives the answer, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And so if I'm going to avoid spiritual blindness, then I, I need to be open. I need to be receptive to, to the gospel of light. You know, when you think of blindness, you think of darkness and light expels uh, darkness. You know, darkness and light can't coexist. And so when I have the light of the gospel message, this message of hope, this message of grace, this message of freedom, you know, uh, this message of strength, even in the midst of my struggles, then I, I can avoid the blindness of Phariseeism. You know, I, I don't have to hide. I don't have to pretend to be something that I'm not. I don't have to fake it till I make it, you know, as talked about, I don't have to go around with phylacteries on these little big boxes and so forth to let folk know, yeah, he's something else or she's something else. No, I'm just me. I'm just me, and and I appreciate God's grace. As a matter of fact, His grace is is better received by those who are guilty because grace is for the guilty. Mm. You know, it's it's for the guilty. That right there just makes me want to shout. You know, the fact mm. that I have grace is an indication that I'm guilty, but I'm not so guilty that I can't get grace. Mm. You know, and so being open and receptive to that biblical truth you know, it, it, it frees me and it, it keeps me uh, with spiritual 2020 vision, so to speak, to where I'm not blinded to what God uh, is, is doing. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Martin. And so now, uh, how and where can our listeners uh, contact you? Well, uh, our website, uh, agapecoc.org. Uh, agapecoc.org, or you can uh, email me directly, pmartin3978 at yahoo.com. Uh, I check my email religiously, and so if there's any, uh, you know, I'm a Pharisee when it comes to checking my emails. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so if there's any questions or even prayer requests, uh, hopefully, Next week, I'm going to start doing a prayer call uh, each day uh, around noon. Uh, for those who want to join, I'll give a snippet devotional thought and then accept prayer requests and just do a prayer because um, it's just it's just needed. Amen. Amen. You're absolutely right. You are right. Well, thank you so much, Brother Martin. It's always a pleasure to have you on here with us. You always give us some great wisdom. Of, uh, and we love, I love your taglines. I love them, you know, <laughs> the flawless, you know, flossom. Right. I, I love right. it all. I love them. They're very creative. Um, but we want to go into our word of encouragement scripture. Um, it is coming from Colossians chapter two, verse eight. And it reads, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to the human tradition and according to the uh, elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. So that wraps up our interview. And um, Brother Martin, if you don't mind, could you close us out in prayer? 
Sure, let us pray. Eternal Father, it is again that we approach your divine throne of grace with hearts filled with thanksgiving. We just thank you so much, dear Father, for giving us this time to, to talk about you, to talk about your word, to edify one another. We pray, dear Father, that you'll continue to bless Soap Talk, dear Father, bless Genevia, bless Jennifer, dear Father, as they labor in getting your word out and encouraging your people and others who may not know you in the pardoning of their sins. We just pray, dear Father, that you will bless them collectively, bless them individually, bless their respective families, dear Father, continue to uh, bless this podcast, dear Father, that it will touch the hearts of many, dear Father, and transform them, dear Father, into what you will want them to be. Dear Father, we love you. We thank you. We ask this in the sweet and the powerful name of Jesus the Christ, our blessed Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Well, that concludes our second episode of, of season two. I can't even believe it's season two. I know. <laughs> and so we just want to thank you for tuning in with us. Um, tune in every day this week. Um, we want to make sure that you guys remember that we are now airing weekdays, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. And we want to thank our subscribers and our listeners for all your support. And thank you for blessing this ministry. So until next time, thank you. God bless and we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.